Welcome to ASP Stuff Radio, special episode before the new year, 2016. It's me, Albert Joseph Felice III. Today is December 29th. It's getting real late in the year, isn't it? What what day is it? What time is it? 9-12. Late at night, too. Late night episode. Stephen Felice is with me in Temecula Studios. In person. Paul's not with us, unfortunately. He had to go back to San Diego and work. Work. Paul doesn't really like to work. Nobody does. But he's got to do it. Got to do what you got to do. What you got to do. What you got to do. So what's the occasion for this special uh, episode? We're going to play several philosophy games. Moral philosophy games. I'm going to... Set up a thought experiment, and you are going to do your best to tackle them with your brilliant brain. So, have you already tackled all these dilemmas? I tackle these with my students. We wrestle them. (laughs) (laughs) So, are you ready? Ready. Ready to go. Ready as can be? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so the first one. I'll go ahead and set up the situation. All right, this one's called the organ donor. Imagine that five patients in a hospital will soon die without an organ transplant. The first two patients need a kidney, the third patient needs a heart, one needs a liver, and the other one needs a pancreas. Luckily, there's a healthy patient for a standard checkup procedure. It turns out that his tissue is compatible with the other five patients. Moreover, the healthy patient is a mean, piece-of-shit, asshole philosophy professor who has no living relatives, and if he does, they all don't like him. They hate his fucking guts. Assuming that you're the doctor of the healthy patient, and no one would know about it, should you kill the ruthless philosophy professor in order to donate the organs for transplants? There would be happiness created by every sick patient who needs the organs. Their family and friends and the students of the mean philosophy professor would also be happy. Now, the question is, what should you do? Or what would you do in this situation? Now, are there any right or wrong answers here? No. So only you would know what's going to actually happen. That's what it says. Right. The doctor. You and only you, nobody else, would find out. Okay. Although maybe the patients might ask you, hey, who, who's the person that I should thank? <laughs> they might after they survive. Are they in comas right now? They are on the brink of death. So you have only a few minutes to make a decision. Right. Within an hour. You have an hour to make a decision. Now, would you consider... Uh, performing the surgery a morally right act performing the surgery on the healthy patient no i need an excuse to open up this healthy person well you're gonna save five lives okay well could i ask the healthy guy you know hey um you're a pretty uh scumbag philosophy professor that you know hasn't really helped is that what the paragraph said, the intro? Right. 
And, he's, a, uh, he's a scumbag. Nobody loves him. Nobody loves him. Doesn't have any family. No pets. No kids. No pets. Nothing. He, all he does is read philosophy books all day. And he's an asshole to his students and everyone else. So they don't learn anything from him. Not much. He's a horrible professor. That's horrible. Now, I would start by maybe asking him, you know, hey, uh, you are a horrible person. So what do you think? You know, can you help out these five individuals? Um, but I don't want to die. And and why should I fucking help these fucking five people? Who the fuck cares? I just came in to get my goddamn blood pressure checked. You're just getting your blood pressure checked? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so why do you have to kill me? What right do you have to end my life just to save five people? Well, you'd be, I mean, it'd be utilitarian. You'd Can be you, for the greater good of society. Have you studied, uh, is it? You? Why I'm a philosophy professor, I know what utilitarianism is. So, so who's this utilitarian uh, guy? Uh, John Stuart Mill is John a Stuart is a known Mill. advocate. Although Jeremy Bentham was the founding figure of this particular okay. moral theory, okay. although it has its roots in ancient Greek philosophy as well. So you, this professor knows about Bentham. Yes, the professor knows quite a bit. Now, you could perform the felicity calculus and try to figure out the cost-benefit analysis, the, um, you know, what, what. So, there's actual point system or value system. Yeah. You can me measure the quantitative and qualitative aspects. So, Mr. Philosopher, what do you think about that? Uh, well, we have uh, five healthy patients. They will be happy. And then you have the friends of those five patients and the friends of those friends and family members and so say, on I and so forth. I think the society philosopher would probably say, hey, you know, I think that's... I have, I'm not living for much here. I, I think I would go ahead and make the sacrifice. So you, you think the philosopher would say, well, I have no choice but you know to succumb to the theories of uh, John Stuart Mill and utilitarianism and go ahead, cut me open. Possibly, but then there, would be, there could be the pessimistic evil philosopher. Right. Now, what if... Now, you have to keep in mind, we have to take in the net total happiness and pain. So what if the um, philosophy professor experience genuine intense anguish pain misery and suffering from you know the thought of having to be uh, murdered to help save these five people from just the thought and i know this as as his valued doctor that he would be suffering all this pain mm -hmm. <clears throat> but again So, I think it would depend on, you know, the type of person he is. I guess, possibly. You mean the 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 the, the philosophy professor? Yeah, what, I mean, what I, if I, he was a nice guy? And he's going to be going through a lot of pain. Mm. No, I mean, probably probably not. I guess. Okay. So you think that there's something more valuable to? In this situation, morality than say maximizing or promoting or increasing happiness for the five people. There's something more to morality than just. Well, you got to value the a human life. Okay. I mean, no, now any life because what if it was an ex-convict or a well? Pedophile? Again, that was where we started, right? right? So, so it's possible that this is an ex-convict and he does deserve to die in a, to a certain point. Okay. If, say we were to put him in a on trial. 
and decide that you know it, where where there's states that allow the death penalty we decide oh okay we should we should put them to death okay right and then a christian like you we were talking earlier before you said that so if i was if i was a stout christian i would say um every life needs to be valued even even a convict a murderer right. rapist whatever so we Oops, can't sorry. trade one life for uh five other lives and it would be part of uh god's master plan the uh the plan involved having six uh five patients that are i guess they're terminally ill right until the, unless they get these organs so that was part of the whole plan so we, we who are we to intervene on what the greater plan is because that's five people that and this is one convict but there's a lot more people in society mm-hmm. so you don't think the uh, commandment thou shall not kill bears any weight in this situation this like the absolute uh, right yeah yeah for for the stout christian mm-hmm. but for if say the doctor looked at it another way um and we wanted to benefit uh utila uh utilitarianism yeah and we wanted to benefit the greater good uh yeah we could uh i think yeah sure let's do it okay let's trade one for five and you could do it pretty easily as a doctor i think this might happen in real life hmm. we could say hey uh, mr philosopher convict um you're here for a blood test right um well i just took your test and it looks like you uh are at risk um for uh stage five cancer right now and mm-hmm. uh, that's what my scans show and um we gotta operate right away and if if you re- if you refuse to we're gonna we're gonna kill you anyway no i would be sly about it okay so um let's do this so you would probably go about it in a more altruistic uh manner yeah you would probably try to calm him down mm-hmm. make reason with him mm-hmm. and try to uh, fool you know, we'd fool him fool him okay deceive him we'd okay. deceive him right <laughs> we'd say hey hey uh, and then we just slightly uh there'd be an error in uh-huh. operation now do you think uh there's anything uh so there's this more moral principle um established by Immanuel kant a german philosopher and he says that you should never use another human being strictly as a means to an end right just as a as a as a, as a instrumental uh value um so in this case, would you be strictly using this healthy patient only as a means to an end? The and means to to uh, saving help. these five. Right now, is there anything wrong with using people just as a means to an end? Well, if it's for the greater good, I don't think there's anything. So wrong. So you don't think there's anything wrong with that? No. No. Well, I mean, what was his argument? Why? Why in this situation? Why would it be bad to? use someone as a means to an end mm-hmm. because you you fa- according to Kant you fail to recognize the person's humanity as a rational autonomous being and there's something inherently valuable to being a rational autonomous agent um, now to use someone only as a means to an end you you uh, uh, fail to treat them with respect um, 
You don't see them as having intrinsic worth. You devalue their humanity, and there's something important in uh, maintaining. But don't you think respect? No, society no. does that anyways. Well, it's just not just as a means. Like I mean, you use your, for example, you had to get your tires fixed, right? You had to re- replace each and every tire, every tire. And now you use the mechanic as a means to an end, mm. but not not just uh, not just as a mere means to an end. Right, you also showed some kind of mutual respect for them. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, we paid the business to change the tires. Right, so, so you, you there's some compensation, some monetary compensation. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't use them just as a means to an end, right? No, they, okay. in to some extent, they used me mm-hmm. to means to an end to get their money, right? <laughs> But not just as a mean, mere means to an end. Well, it was a trade-off. Right? Okay. So there, it wasn't a means to an end in that situation. Um, but but there was a means to an end if you were to kill this uh, convict. Right. Right. Because you don't you don't really care or respect that person's. Uh, yeah, but there could be the argument that he didn't really care or respect whatever crime he committed, or right. So he lost that. Um, he had his opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. All right. So let's uh, move on with the uh, second. I mean, w- one other thing there you All did right. bring up: what if the philosopher was to experience excruciating pain? Right. right now he's yeah say it's you know like we have to do this surgery or operation right away no um anesthetic to because uh, um, that's a little bit of a twist and i think it's i'm not sure if it's two separate topics but um that would probably play into your decision i, w- I would think about yeah well you want to for the utilitarian you want to not only maximize happiness or increase or promote happiness for the people involved in the situation, but you also want to do your best to minimize the greatest amount of pain, Mm -hmm. right? So you could say, you know, you could have the doctor do his or her best to make sure that there won't be as much pain involved in the surgery, right? Yeah, but the uh, philosopher was mentally suffering, right? He wasn't wasn't physical physical suffering. Um, From the operation or... Well, you said even if you were hinting at making a sacrifice in his life, didn't you say that that was going to cause pain, suffering? Um, well, right. But it would be, we could say it's going to be temporary. It's not long-lasting. It's short-lived as opposed to the five health, uh, sick patients. If they receive the appropriate organ tissue, they survive they they live they continue to live happy lives and then there's another question of their quality of life are they going to be live uh have a full healthy recovery right that's a good question what who are these five patients what if these five patients are um uh low lives five low low lives right uh insignificant peons um that won't you know living a level zero existence now and you could even say what if that healthy patient was a brain surgeon or uh um, you know, the president of the United States, someone who's uh, contributing to society as a whole and promoting happiness for thousands or millions of people, as opposed to these five um, ex-convicts, say. Yeah. 
yep. you could twist the the variables around. But the uh, uh, God loving Christian, nice Christian, would say every val- uh, every human life is equally valued, even if you're a, a dirt bag. Even if it there's even a dirt if, bag, even if he burns uh, the sacred text, the sacred text. Uh, it's he he was misguided when he did that. Okay, so you say that every human life has value, intrinsic value, yeah, inherent worth. Yeah, it wasn't his fault for burning that text, or mm-hmm. he was just misguided when he did it. And so, therefore, it would be wrong to commit to, to perform the surgery. Okay. Right. That, I mean, that's perspective. I, right. I mean, that's just one perspective. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. Let's look at the um, the second uh, moral dilemma. <clears throat> this is the excerpt from uh, "Virtues and Vices" um, by Philippa Foot, uh, well-known philosopher moral philosopher this is the trolley problem an out of control trolley is running down a section of tract or track in its path are five workers who are unaware of the trolley and if nothing is done will be killed by it between the trolley and the five workers is a switch that would divert the trolley onto another section of track saving the five workers However, on the second track or section of track is a single worker who will be killed by the trolley if the switch is flipped. You are standing next to the switch. Should you flip it or do nothing? So what would you do in this situation? I think this is probably the same type of argument, isn't it? Or problem? Dilemma? Real similar. Somewhat. It's tweaked a little bit, right? So, and in this situation, the train situation, I'm the switcher, and the original one with the surgeon, uh, wasn't I the doctor or the surgeon? Right. You're the doctor or the surgeon. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, would I just, would I save the five? Mm-hmm. Would you let the train um, go towards the uh, uh, five workers? Mm-hmm. And kill all five. Mm-hmm. Or would I switch it and kill another different person? Would, would you let it go towards the five people, or would you switch it and let it hit the one person? Let it th- hit the one person. Really? Why? Because you'd save all the other five. It's again, it's a utilitarian thing. Okay. Right. We for the greater good, let's save the five. Hmm. Well, you're saying because the difference in the other scenario. Well, there's also the situation. Okay. The difference in the other scenario was it wasn't an ex-convict or this evil right. philosophy professor. Right. We're just you, because you're far away, you don't really know. You don't. You just see workers. You just see. Uh, f- um, say, say you're an employee, mm-hmm. and you only see five of your workers. You don't really. You can't see. Oh, that's my best friend or anything or, mm-hmm. or whatever. You just see five people, and then you see another single person right. on that truck. So, you don't really know who these people are. Right. Uh, I mean, they might be all five. Yeah. You know, whatever uh, horrible degenerates um but you just don't know oh okay so maybe in the first scenario they're all i think it was said they were all really good people so you're trading five good people for one bad person in this situation you're trading you're trading five just people random people for one random person right so that's probably you could say the only main difference okay 
I I would say uh, let's yeah let's help out the the greater good. Okay. Now, what about not uh, flipping the switch? That's also an option, right? Just letting it, letting all five, yeah, die, right? Well, is there anything inherently wrong with just? Uh, well, the difference there is you're not. So you don't want to be. You're involved. not. Some, uh, you're not involved, right? right. Some you're, people you're taking yourself out of right. the the situation. Right. Some people feel would feel like, hey, even if I. Uh, flip the switch i i would feel absolutely horrible i i couldn't sleep at night i'd feel guilty you know i i killed a human being mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um so by so that would be part of god's master plan would have been right. to have the five die right letting nature take its course i don't want to interfere you know the expression um i would be playing god yes so right? you'd be u- utilizing your free will to make a trade-off between right five and one person right and I think... Um, so would you feel guilty? Um, so, and then the other question is, do you even have a free will, right? Right, so that's... Right, and what does Krauss say about that? Do you remember? I can't remember. I don't know. But There's right. no such thing as a free right. will. He that's what Krauss is deterministic. The universe He's, is deterministic. He makes the bold claim that it's that's absolutely illusion. It's an illusion. So if you do even pull that switch, that means that was part of God's master plan. Right, so I think either way, whether you pull the switch or not, you could argue that given that God is omnipotent, all knowing and so on and so forth, either way, it was all destined. Yeah. So he either instructed you to pull a switch or instructed you not to, and (laughs) you're not even aware of that. Right. So no matter what you choose in the end, it was fulfilling God's divine. It was meant to be, it was meant to be meant to be. so. So I figured, all right, well, five human lives was, better than one mm-hmm. um no matter how i act it's fulfilling the master plan of god so yeah there you go but and then you could also go back to the christian and the stout christian would say every human life is uh valuable mm-hmm. uh, intrinsically valuable so there's no trade-off you shouldn't be trading one life for five lives um let it be and um don't uh intrude upon god's master plan i think the stout christian would think we do have a free will Mm -hmm. um well that the right so you have to make compatible the mm -hmm. the two apparently contradictory um philosophical theses so so you have an all-knowing god um and then you have free will but if god knows all how you will act um the great grand scheme of things then free will seems superfluous seems irrelevant and seems you know and what's the point? And even once you're there on that uh uh that track about to switch it you even what we just you decide here just talking in a separate room um kind of removed from the situation you might not act how you uh decide uh mm-hmm. removed from the situation because it's probably tough to actually go and take human life right right and that's probably why i wouldn't flip the switch i don't think i could do that yeah i mean you would you want to though that, that's the question w- would i want to flip the switch yeah if if i it, it, considering there's five people and one say he had the cojones to uh 
So oh, so assuming I did, I did, I wouldn't worry. Assuming yeah. I I would I wouldn't be all Woody Allen and yeah, neurotic, neurotic and okay. uh, should I do that? Should I do that? I'm gonna feel guilty. I'm gonna. Yeah, then I'm nothing happens anyway. Then if I if I had the cojones, the philosophical cojones, or yeah, I would probably reason the same way. Um, not to uh, let, make the trade off. Let the five go. Let them go. Let them go. As in, I mean, let, kill them. Let them die. No, I probably I I, w- I would switch. I would flip you'd, the switch. You'd switch yeah. it. Yeah, if I had the cojones. Okay. If I was uh, not neurotic and I wouldn't feel guilty and suffer eternally, or whatever. so it takes a certain type of person to. I think so. I think to decide that. Now, or to, to now, take a person's now, life. What if? Okay, let's tweak the the moral thought experiment. What if the one person is your brother? Uh, yeah, probably couldn't do that. And then you got five strangers. Yeah, um, wouldn't be able to do it. And you let know, let the five, yeah, die. Let let them burn. <laughs> okay, so then we seem to discover there's a bias. Uh, right? right. So morale, the biased behavior or emotional ties to family members seems to play an important key factor in how we make moral decisions. Right. So that now there would be there are people out there who. Um, realize you know what it is my brother but this this does uh, help five other people survive for the greater good so I'm sorry brother but gotta go <laughs> you must really hate your brother no I mean there there could be there Our might people. be a person out there right that would make that decision yeah all right let's move on with the last um moral thought experiment which is just a modern one one other thing maybe this is a little uh advertisement for american sniper but not sure if you watch that movie no i have not but if you can imagine he's a sniper so he has to decide um you know make a decision uh last second as to whether he should kill somebody or not Uh, there's a couple scenes where he's got he, he he's not sure if this um person has a grenade in their hand is about to throw it you know on the uh on the american soldiers so mm-hmm. he has to decide real quick um i think he's gonna throw it i'm not sure if he's gonna throw it, or is he faking it so he's got to decide right then and there um and don't tell me what happens because i want to see the film yeah it's a good movie but that's the type of decision it's a split second decision um if if you've been uh if you've been in that situation if you've been in in wars or on deployments mm-hmm. you get used to it right um especially somebody like a sniper now, now by used to it do you mean you become numb numb to, right to you do become numb such? to okay. it hmm. but don't, anyways don't, right. don't tell me the ending so i should see it then yeah somebody in the military be, sort of becomes numb to one now was he was he numb uh, prior to the scenario you set up, or or he becomes numb after. Uh, in the it, movie, it starts out he's already he's already numb, numb. at that point. Yeah, at that okay. point. Yeah. All right. That's all I'll give away. <laughs> okay. On a on a scale from one to ten, how was the movie? How would you rate the movie American Sniper? To eight, eight, eight. In eight, terms yeah. of philosophical significance and um, yeah impactfulness yep. how would you maybe eight eight and a half okay no all right last thought experiment 
this is called The Fat Man. This is taken from John Perry's Introduction to Philosophy, Classical and Contemporary Readings. You're standing on a bridge, watching a trolley hurtling down the, the tracks below you toward five innocent persons. The brakes have failed, and the only way you can stop the train is to impede its, its progress by throwing a heavy object in its path. There is a fat man standing on the bridge next to you, and you could push him over the railing and onto the tracks below. If you do, the fat man will die, but the five will be saved. Now you can even imagine that you wouldn't need to push the fat man to get him to topple. Perhaps he is peering over the hand railing watching the lamentable scenario below, and you can simply wobble the handrail. What should you do? All these scenarios sound real very similar to me. But um There but there is a subtle difference, I think. And we'll we'll get to that soon. But first so you're 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 you and the fat man are next to each other mm-hmm. and um you noticed that the railing can easily be wobbled mm-hmm. which would topple him over, the fat whale. And because he's fat, then he would be able to save or prevent because of his size. Right, because he's so big, we're assuming that it would uh, the trolley stop the trolley from um, but hitting that, that these that is, five. You got to establish that assumption because maybe even a, a large person wouldn't prevent a uh, right ten I mean, ton the, trolley. Uh, a trolley, so think of a, you know, it's not a huge, you okay. know, train, so freight assume, train. Right. This is a, you know. Let's assume the man is as large as the trolley. <laughs> okay. Is that So, big? like, a Mr. Rogers trolley? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's playing that song. Yeah, so, okay. Um, and the five people will be murdered or killed by this little, or big, fat trolley? <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do is wobble the rail would you do it so i think the difference here is is that it's pretty easy to well no in the switch it was easy you're to pretty switch close it. to the switch so yeah yeah that was easy but this is just actually you're making more of an effort on the wobble aren't you than the switch let's uh, Mm. well let's say your your hands are already on the switch or you have to run to the switch okay all right you may, maybe you have oh, to run, run. Several, yeah right. but in this, situation, this case you're right on the rail yeah, you're right next to this mm-hmm. fat guy and your hands on the rail um and he, if so you just kind of shake it a little just bit just got to shake it and you know that you know because he's so fat and he's leaning towards the edge anyway mm-hmm. he's gonna fall over Let's assume, you know, it will land successfully. What if I'm also fat? <laughs> then you guys would have to wrestle <laughs> and sumo wrestle on the rail. We <laughs> 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 just offended uh, some sumo wrestlers. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, all right, but, okay. So, to wobble or not to wobble? That is the wobbling question. I think we, I think we already established that I'm for the greater good, so. Really? Try to. You would wobble, wobble the whale? <laughs> wobble the whale? No, I mean, personally, I couldn't take it a life on my own. Right. That, that's how I feel my free will okay. is. But uh, should I? Yeah, probably should make the sacrifice. Really? But doesn't, okay, now doesn't the, 
the fat guy, doesn't he have, let's say, the right not to be killed? Right? Aren't you violating some right of but his? Same with the... Uh, so we're saying the ex-convict doesn't have the... Or the convict doesn't have the right to live? Are we, are we going back to the yeah, organ I mean, donor? Because, again, these are similar going back to the organ donor. subtly different. Now, let's go back to the second trolley problem earlier. Train. Where the switch. Switch. With the train, right. Right. Would you say that the one person that you're going to kill has a right not to be killed? Yes. Do you think he has more of a right not to be killed in comparison with the five people? Or do you think the six people total altogether equally have no more, no less right not to be killed? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think at that point you're judging, hey, these five people have more of a right to live and this person mm-hmm. has less. I think at this point, at that point in the situation, you, you judge each equally um, having the right to live. Mm-hmm. And you don't want anyone to die, but you're thinking, well, shoot, you know, there's there's five of people and there's one person here and I want to maximize the greater good. Mm-hmm. But in the fat man case, notice he has a right not to be pushed over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you would be strictly using this guy only as a means to achieve some good end, mm-hmm. right? You would be doing something wrong. You would be violating some kind of moral principle, much less his uh, right to live. Mm-hmm. So, and also notice you kind of have this intent to do harm to this fat guy. You have this intent to do wrong or an injustice to this fat man. Whereas in the previous trolley case, you didn't really have the desire or intent to harm um, the single individual in that one track or that track. I mean, I think you could look at it either way. I mean, do you? know that you're the single person is going to die right but do you have the intention to do harm to him do you are you thinking you know i, I want to murder this guy i want to kill him when you flip the switch are you thinking i want to hurt him no whereas in the fat man case you you do uh, right when you're wobbling the whale rail you're thinking mm, i don't know uh, you don't I, think so? what's the reason why i'm wobbling the rail um to save the five people right it's not to hurt him okay so you don't think there's a difference between the fat man and the there is the subtle difference you are pushing him you it's more of an act it's you know that's why we're talking about it is it more an effort to switch the train switch Mm -hmm. or to wobble the railing Mm -hmm. right do you have more of an intent do you have an intent to do harm in one case as opposed to the other, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Now, assuming that you do, then it would probably be wrong to either flip the switch or push the fat man over. So would we agree that... Yeah, I'd say if you your intent was to do harm, if you didn't like the fat guy, if you knew the fat guy, and you, you know, you, man, I, mm-hmm. you know, it's time for this whale to go. Time you know. for him to be extinct. Yeah. But uh, 
I, I don't think it says that in the story. No. In the scenario. Nope. So, I, I don't think there's too much of a difference there. Okay. Now, I think the whole point of these three thought experiments is to illustrate that at least um, considering utilitarianism as a moral theory, that sometimes uh, just because an act maximizes happiness, it doesn't follow that the act is morally right. Right? There might be something else that we're missing. There could be something more to morality than simply promoting the greater good. Right? Um, so, for example, never intending to do harm to another innocent human being or to at least recognize and respect the fundamental rights of persons, mm-hmm. right? Not to violate those rights. Um, so, you shouldn't do that just to promote happiness for. But, yeah, and I think, good. again, you're going back to we're with the fat man, you're injecting yourself into the process, right? right. You, you're not. You could be removed from it if you don't. Right. You could just you could just run run away. Right. Right. You could just. Well, I don't yeah, want to be but then all. you could argue, well, that's doing something wrong. You know. Right. I mean, suppose you witness someone choking on a turkey bone, and that was uh, uh, inseminated. <laughs> now, suppose someone's choking on a turkey bone, and you don't know how to perform the Heimlich maneuver. Um, and suppose you're the only one in the room. Your cell phone's broken, doesn't work. Um, bad reception or bad battery's dead. And you're thinking, shit, I'm probably going to do more harm than good if I interfere. Now, so what should you do? Should you just stand there and watch and not do anything? Or, you know? Yeah. Like, now, what's worse? Standing and watching and most likely seeing him die or make an attempt to save his life right which might make it worse or might you might crack his ribs and paralyze him for life i mean you did save his life but maybe yeah maybe you're not trained in the heimlich right so or maybe you were you just forgot or you're really bad at it that's being like a woody allen though I i mean you're to grab your cojones and you'd say i don't even know the heimlich but i'm gonna try this mother effer's uh, life here mm-hmm. and um let's see what i can do uh, if, if i lodge it further into his chest cavity then you know sorry my bad but at least i tried right <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there but, uh right, so, seinfeld did this right really? I, newman and seinfeld they were at the pool the pool boy was drowning okay and uh came out of the pool but he needed to be resuscitated newman and jerry were kind of looking at each other uh you know newman um pulled them out or something i can't remember who pulled them out but they just couldn't decide to uh to breathe into his mouth yeah just didn't want to do it (laughs) so eventually you know the uh paramedics came and he survived but neither uh <laughs> neither of them did anything morally it. worthy or yeah. good or praiseworthy yeah but at least they didn't inject themselves in but, the process and but they but have, see the thing is they actually knew how to do it right they knew how to do yeah, CPR. so yeah. that's different that's worse because they had knowledge 
the ability to save someone's life versus the Heimlich maneuver. We're, we're assuming you don't know jack shit. You don't know how to do it. Maybe, yeah. Um, and we're saying, well, if we don't do anything, is that just as wrong as, um, you know, say someone wanting to murder somebody? Mm-hmm. You know, not mm-hmm. doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so there are those subtle differences, I, yeah. I, I suppose. Yes. I have to watch that Seinfeld episode now. You got to watch American Sniper and now that Seinfeld yeah. pool boy I episode. I that one. Hmm. Was it early or later or middle? I can't. Yeah, in the middle. All right, Newman. Well, mm-hmm. that was a fruitful moral discussion. And we are going to sign off. Do we have your signature sign-off yet? Signature sign-off? Is it the meow? Meow's more of what a cat would do when they're oh, setting okay. up. So let's decide one right now, then. So here's to ASP Radio signing off. So here's to ASP Stuff Radio signing off. It's too wet noodle Let's be creative. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> That's <laughs> extremely lame. Creative. <laughs> All right. Well, we we should just email or ask Heideko or Gita to come up with a suggestion. Yeah. So please email uh, ASPStuffRadio at gmail.com or send us a tweet um, about what you think our signature signal sign-off should be. Um, oh, and if you have any questions, thoughts, comments on these three moral thought experiments, please let us know your ideas. Sounds like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you, world of Indonesia next year in 2016 all right have a happy new year happy new year everyone meow